Hey there, good morning, it's Jill from Jill George's coming to you from Brisbane Down Under. Um, I'd like to say welcome to all of my new listeners and also welcome to my old ones. Um, I'm hoping you have um, gotten something out of my last message uh, last podcast I did get a for you call-ins and I really appreciate it I will give you a shout out um just in the context of you know touch and base um and and welcoming them to the anchor family just brings me to my opening song I thought I'd sort of like come in with that um you know I one of the big things that sort of brought me together with um you know the the family that we have here it is um you know how we have a blended family with um eight kids and um i found that one of the things that worked was obviously music music is the um international you know communication device or communications word so to speak and um michael jackson did that for us so you know i mentioned that we were a um, a military family and uh, we were driving from uh, Canberra to Queensland and um, I was you know I was in my car my husband was in in his car because we had so many kids we couldn't fit eight eight kids and ourselves that's ten kids we at that particular stage in our life we could not afford for something to have ten children in so we opted for two vehicles so um we're in the back and uh we're playing albums and we're we have a wide varied range of tastes of of um music and um i introduced because they were young i introduced to them michael jackson and um our favorite was man in the mirror you know you're only going to be judging yourself and uh you look at yourself and you make your own decisions and but at the time it was more so you know the the tune of it but if you really if you listen to michael jackson you know he just um he he reaches your soul and what well, he does for me and he reaches my soul and it, it it's sort of like you can you can hear the pain um but you can also hear the joy and uh, i wanted to open up with that because i'm going to be uh you know, mentioning the fact that he was such an awesome, awesome um, artist and each time I think about him uh, or watch any of his clips, I just most recently watched that 25th anniversary of um, Michael Jackson playing at um, the Super Bowl and um, it was just so beautiful. I didn't see that at the time, but I got to see that. Um, I was just watching it on social media. And I was just, uh, if only he was still alive. It's one of those ones that um, really you connected to. I don't know why. Because he just made so much sense. He was actually authentic, I suppose, is what you would say about Michael. Through all of the absolute Bulldomed malarkey or bulldash on it, that you know that they were trying to pursue him for. 
you know, he was just the most genuine person and, you know, and they just ended up destroying him very slowly and uh, he had no choice in that at the end of the day. So I hope you enjoyed that tune and I might just play you another one. Here's another one of my faves. So this leaves me with my last child to mention because I haven't mentioned him at all. He's the eldest of the family. He's the eldest of my husband's and as well as he is my stepson, but I don't really like to call him stepson because I don't like to call any of them stepsons or or stepdaughters because it's just a, I don't know, it's just a word I don't like. I don't like that whole word step. They're your kids. You, you take responsibility for them, you know, you, you, you give them a good grounding, you try to give them your um, vision and uh, your experience on life and help them make decisions. Why aren't they your kids? They're not your stepkids, so ugh, don't like that. Anyway, um, proud serving military young man, he um, served in the military I think it was like four or six years. Um, he's now with a lovely lady, who, and they're about to have a child. And um, I just, I, I remember him. I, I used to, I used to get on with him. He, he was the sensible one. He, um, he was the one that they all looked up to. Um, he was the decision maker, and he was also the authoritarian. And he would be the last port of call who would make the decision. He was very um, dominant in quiet dominance as well, similar to my to my other half, in fact. Hmm. But anyway, um, um, just he's very well respected with his siblings, and it's really nice. And and nobody dislikes him. Like through all the arguments that have happened with all the kids, and that's eight kids, can you imagine? Two blended families and they have their arguments. But the, the thing is, is because he's number one, so to speak, he doesn't, no one, no one is, has any acrimony towards him. Um, <laughs> I remember the first day I met them and um, they were at my home and um, Everything was fine. There was, you know, noise going on everywhere, girls getting along. And I found it most unusual. I couldn't hear the boys. Like, when boys are quiet, there's something wrong, you know? I'm just saying. So um, I was looking around for them, and I walked down the front because we had this house. It was, it was like a, like a ticky-tacky box, you know, like three bedrooms, um, you know, like a box, literally like a box with the bedrooms and kitchens and the three bedrooms and the lounge, like a box. And um, I was, I walked downstairs and downstairs is where you can park your car in and you can also have, you know, anything else there, but it's not, it's got like cement covering, but that's about it. And the laundry's downstairs. And I'm walking down these stairs and they're sort of like got the wooden planks you know that you can you can see into the underneath but you know you, you have to be close to see in there and I'm, anyway ugh, I'm walking downstairs 
and I'm, you know, I'm not being, I'm sort of quietly walking downstairs because I'm thinking they're being a bit quiet. And as I look into these planks, I can see the boys and there's the two boys from my husband and then my son. And my son is up against like a, um, like a pole. Um, and then there's one, one of the boys and he's got his hand up ready to punch him. And then you've got the other one standing there watching. And I'm like, what are you guys up to? And all three of them, they all look at me at the same time. And I thought, gee, that was really good timing because they only just met each other and they wanted to punch him in the face. I'm like, yeah, there's obviously issues there. So, you know, yeah, there were issues. There were lots of issues to iron out. But I think what was awesome in that whole experience is when they did get up, come upstairs, there wasn't any grief for it. It's like, okay, I know what you got up to. So, you know, just, it's okay. I'm not going to be here yelling at you for it. It's, it's okay. I, I want everybody to get along. And um, I'm not going to be this authoritarian, you know, horrible stepmom. Um, no, it's about trying to work together and be in this new family unit. So... <laughs> Thinking back on it, God, it was funny. Anywho, um, that is pretty much it for my kids. Like, that's all eight of them. I've um, talked pretty much all about all of them. Um, I'm very proud of each and every one of them for whatever that they are doing. Um, you know, through all of the thick and the thins and they're still happening. And, um, you know, as it does, apparently, uh, I remember my dad saying, may he's, may he rest in peace. Um, I remember my dad saying to me, uh, you, you think your kids are going to be hard, but they get even harder when they become adults because then, um, then the good stuff comes in. So... I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know about this good stuff. But the good stuff is when they become happy with what they're doing. Like, you know, they they always have these jobs, you know, to start out that it's just they're, they're just earning money, so to speak. It's once they find that niche, and when you when you see that um, it doesn't matter whether it's the weekend or not because they're enjoying life. Um, that's, they're the good bits when you see your kids and you know that they're enjoying what they're doing and, um, and it just makes you really proud that, that these, they're happy. It's not, it's not that it makes you proud that they're doing what they wanted to do and that you know that they wanted to do and they're now, you know, like whether they're a nurse or whether they're in the military or, you know, it's, it's more about the fact that they're enjoying their life and they're enjoying their surrounding whether they've got a husband or a partner or you know a wife or a child or or whatever um I just love it that they're enjoying life and that's all I ever hoped so yeah and you know just talking about those Michael Jackson tunes like how good is Michael Jackson like I just had to talk about it one more time but anyway um you know the 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 difference between the way that I do things and just looking at it you know like a major part of 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 our our political discourse so to speak at the moment 
is um, a whole bunch of lack of respect of, you know, of how these people that uh, we have to see every day if we're either listening to it online or if we're watching it on television or hearing it on the radio. Just the lack of respect for the people and how did these people get into these positions? This is what, you know, these people are so smart. The, they're very well educated and, you know, and they come from um, well educated uh, families and but they still don't understand the bloody basics of how it is that people want to be treated, so to speak, if that makes sense. It's, it, it's, I, I can't fathom sometimes the, you know, just thinking about the people who we have power and, and how the heck they got there, you know, and how people... I know people probably look at the fact that these, these people in positions they know that they're well educated and they know how to do their job but and and is it because that their personal life that doesn't matter that doesn't matter we don't worry about that what we want to know is that they can do the job can they do the job and we don't care about anything else because we're just worried about the fact that they can do the job i just find that utterly confusing and um maybe i'm obviously such an idealist so anyway um, spend money in the right places. If you're going to do infrastructure, then spend it on infrastructure. And seeing as we're in a technologically uh, fast-moving, fast-pacing age, start evolving that into the uh, infrastructure plans because that would make sense. And, you know, look a little bit further ahead. Anyway, I shouldn't go off on a tangent, and so I won't. So I will pick a song after this and um, see how I can uh, incorporate it. But um, I'm, I hope you ha- I hope you enjoyed my podcast. Tell your friends, family, and colleagues about it. Um, sometimes I go off track, but there's not much I can do about it. I just do that anyway. So anyway, call in, um, touch the yellow button, favorite me, and um, I will catch up with you next time. Bye. Thank you.